Welcome to the First Generation Music Podcast. We'll be keeping you up to date with what's going on in Music Generation South Dublin and meeting students, educators and other persons of interest, all talking about their experience with Music Generation. So in this edition of the Generation Music Podcast, we're focusing on the great work being done in the Music Generation hubs. And we'll meet two music educators, Maeve O'Hara and Conor McGowan, who are currently teaching there online. We'll learn about their musical backgrounds and what it's like to teach in the hubs. But first of all, here are the Music Generation South Dublin updates for this month. So what's been happening this month? Well, in spite of the current COVID-19 restrictions, Music Generation South Dublin are still reaching over 200 students each week through online lessons from their hubs at Rathcool, Clondalkin and the new mini-hub at Kingswood Community College. And they're also currently holding a songwriting competition for students of all hubs with prizes of 250 euro in the age 7 to 11 age group and 500 euro in the 12 to 17 age group. You have until April 9th to compose and submit your song. And then earlier this month, Music Generation South Dublin launched the Perform With Us online video series from the Music Generation South Dublin website with lots of videos showing you how to play tunes on the guitar, ukulele, violin and even early years videos too that you can watch with your kids. And check out the Make A Band section where you can learn times like these on guitar, drums and keyboard, all demonstrated by our tutors Stephen, Phil and Connor. The early years music programme that's normally based in South Dublin libraries has moved online. You can register for this on eventbrite.ie and there is also a music programme in partnership with Down Syndrome Dublin, also online until restrictions ease. All information about the hubs, sub sounds and perform with us can be found on the Music Generation South Dublin website and Facebook page. And finally, in our updates for this month, a big congratulations to Nathan Thompson from Jobstown, who has just released his first single, Street Soldier. Nathan attended the sub sounds class of 2020, where he played bass and recorded in Windmill Lane. Let's have a listen to Street Soldier by Nathan Thompson. I'm a street soldier. Street Soldier, the debut single from Nathan Thompson, who attended the Subsounds class of 2020. So now we're going to chat with music educator Maeve O'Hara, who teaches in the Music Generation South Dublin Rathcool Hub. My name is Maeve, uh, Maeve O'Hara, and I am a classical percussionist, musician and vocalist um, based in Dublin at the moment. 
originally from Dublin, then spent a lot of my childhood in Wicklow, West Wicklow, and then back to Dublin um, when I became an adult. So moved back into Dublin and have been playing music my entire life. Yeah. It's in the family. So I'm very lucky that uh, my grandfather was a music teacher. So I began at age four and uh, my parents also always played traditional Irish music. So it was just all around me. So I'm very privileged to have that in my family and in my upbringing. Um, and then I started lessons into like the, the Academy of Music and the DIT. I started um, recorder and piano, um, bit of flute with my grandfather as well, and then percussion in my teenage years. Yeah. Continued that on and then did a degree in percussion in the Royal Irish Academy of Music. And so can you tell us about your work with Music Generation South Dublin and how you got started? So I teach in the Rackhill Hubs with Music Generation South Dublin. Yeah. Um, I've also started with Music Generation Kildare. Just during the pandemic, everything's been a little bit delayed. That's a, It's a very new Music Generation. So, But we are starting some percussion hubs next week, which is very exciting. But with Music Generation South Dublin, I began there in November when there was, was it October, November, around that time, 2020. And there was a, a last minute call, somebody was sick and um, I was actually able to cover for them. And then uh, from there, then I, I started weekly lessons in the hubs for keyboard students. Um, so I've never actually met my keyboard students in person, only over Zoom. But, uh, you know, so the first few weeks were were probably a bit strange for everybody, but we've actually gotten to know each other very well and we have a great time in the hubs um, in Rackhill. Before teaching in the hubs, had you taught in any other music schools in Dublin or elsewhere? Yeah, yeah, I have. I, I've been teaching a long time. I've been teaching nearly 20 years, I'd say. Um, I started as a teenager, so I've taught in like a lot of different environments. I teach in um, private music schools um, and also privately myself um I've also done a lot of community teaching um which would be similar enough to the hubs um more keyboard based and more based around learning you know pop songs and just really having a lot of fun and not so much focused on exams and exam pieces so it's yeah the hubs would be hubs would be quite different to say maybe some of my private students who would be very focused on achieving their grade one their grade two their grade three you know every year and the parents want them to have their certificate um you know of their grades but in the hubs well there's two at a time first of all so there's a, a bit more of a social element to it the two students over zoom anyway it's two at a time um which is what i've been doing since november october november 2020 um so you know, the students get to interact with each other as well as with me, of course, and, and they kind of bounce off each other as well. So if there's one song that one student wants to learn, but the other student doesn't maybe like it, they'll still kind of give it a go and vice versa. And we have a lot of fun as well in our classes. Compared to your experience in the Royal Irish Academy, um, going in there every week for lessons, how does that compare to the hubs for the students, would you say? Is it less formal or? I would say, yeah, it, was, it would be less formal. Definitely. Um, I do always ask the students if they've managed to practice during the week or if they've managed yeah. to play. But the way I've I worded it, I'll always ask them, you know, did you get to play a bit of music this week or did you listen to a bit of music this week or what song were you thinking of this week that you'd like to play? Um, I'll always try and word it that way rather than 
how many hours practice did you do? Or, you know, don't come back to me if you haven't practiced every day. Uh, so it, that in that way, it's definitely very different. Not that they say that in the academy, but it, obviously they expect you to practice a lot if you're attending somewhere like the Royal Irish Academy of Music. Um, the focus is on achievement and exams there while also having fun and you know it's it's great for a lot of people uh, for a lot of students it works really really well but I just feel the hubs it's, it's much more it's much more like a social experience like a just enjoying the music and you know what if you're not if, if you're not achieving a grade that's okay if you've learned a song that you really really love um, then that's a huge achievement. And I, I know with my own recorder teaching before it all stopped, um, I teach recording in the classroom. The most popular song last year was um, Old Town Road. Oh. Um, by, yeah, so that was really, really popular. What was the most popular tune you found last year before? Last year, um, yeah, I would probably say something like Dance Monkey. So I, especially on, on keyboard, I, I try to pick, you know, um, luckily in pop music, there's a lot of four chord wonders. Yeah. And uh, so I try to pick, you know, nice, easy keys and nice, easy chords, especially for beginner students. Obviously, when they get more advanced, we can we can branch out a bit. But um, particularly Dance Monkey works really well. And um, it's so recognisable. Uh, all the students love to, you know, sing along and be able to play it. And even if they don't love the song themselves, they love being able to play it for their younger siblings or for for guests um, over Zoom, <laughs> for granny and granddad, you know. Um, so that was definitely a favourite. A couple of Billie Eilish songs as well. And they'll definitely tell you, you know, if you bring a song to them and they don't like it, yeah, they'll be soon oh, yeah. to tell you, I don't like the song. This is not cool enough for me, you know. So <laughs> can we do can we do this song? I I know I brought um I brought actually Dance Monkey to a classroom a couple of weeks ago um over Zoom of course, yeah. but um. It's a, that's that's old now. That's yeah. old. That's old yeah. news. And all the children were saying to me, "Can we do all the songs from TikTok?" So oh. they were listing <laughs> off all their songs. And um, that's where they get their music yeah. now, TikTok. So they were listing off all the songs and um, Jason Derulo and God, I couldn't even think of them now. But I had to go and look them up, and that'll be what we're working on from now on. <laughs> Did you have any opportunity at Christmas to do any performances or anything online or any Zoom videos or anything like so that? So for Christmas. What we did in the in um, the Rakul and Clondalkin hubs, the musician educators came together and uh, we did an online workshop. So we ran it over two days. So, you know, the, the children who usually attend their lessons on either day had the option of, of choosing which day suited them or they could come to both if they wanted. Um, and so the the workshop that I was involved in, there was four musician educators on it. So we all took a, a chunk and we did kind of interactive musical um, games with the with the students, um, uh, including, you know, a little bit of dancing along to music or a little body percussion. Um, what else did we do? We learned a little salsa to jingle bells and um, things like that. So it was really, really fun. And there was another option then um, because they, they couldn't do their usual end of term performance. Um, we had this option instead or um, the students could they could bring their families in for for a little interactive kind of performance with the family members and get the family involved, maybe sing along. Or they could record themselves as a kind of performance as well. So, so you know, it was kind of performance-based end of year thing, but just not the way they would usually do it. But I think everybody had a chance to showcase what they'd learned yeah. so far. So that was the main thing. And it was great success. It was really great feedback and everybody had fun and 
got to perform some things. And we also did one recently, a singer-songwriter workshop or a composition workshop because um, South Dublin is is hosting a, a songwriting competition coming up and creating a lot of excitement amongst all the students. Now, I have to ask you about your percussion. You're a classical percussionist. Do you get many opportunities to teach percussion? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, Funny enough, I don't have as many percussion students as I do keyboard or piano, um, even though percussion would be my first instrument, you know. Right, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but I do I do some classroom percussion teaching. I oh, do, yeah. um, do that, all right. But one-on-one students, um, private students, I've only a few, but they're absolutely amazing. I do, I teach um, with St. Louis Music School in Ratmines there. Yeah. And I have a few students uh, um who come to me obviously online for the for the past year but um which was a challenge at at the start but we've 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 got there you know we um yeah. we've figured it out we've made sure everybody has an instrument at home cuz percussion is funny you don't always have yeah <laughs> all the instruments at home you know um cuz they're so what, big what would they typically have so a few of them would have snare drums okay. or um I'll always get get um students to buy practice pads because just for your your own ears sake but also for your your neighbors you know you don't get complaints (laughs) very very loud the snare drum so they've practice pads to practice on and a couple of them have glockenspiels um which are nice because they're nice and small and they're just so beautiful sounding so it's really nice for them to practice at home and one of them has a xylophone at home um yeah but apart from that i mean they wouldn't have you know timpani drums or marimbas or anything they're just too big um, yeah. so we really need to be in school to work on those things but we have I have them playing um two cushions for the timpani <laughs> um, and singing That's the notes actually oh yeah so which which has been brilliant because actually learning to sing something before you can play it is is yeah brilliant so yeah. just making the most out of the situation I suppose <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I absolutely love teaching percussion and it's not often seen as a beginner's instrument yeah most people get thrown onto percussion because they played the piano and you know oh we need a xylophone in the orchestra throw them yeah. in at age 15 or whatever yeah but actually if they've learned xylophone first at age seven or eight like it's an absolutely amazing beginner's instrument yeah. um so i highly recommend anyone yeah. listening who's thinking about percussion as a beginner's instrument do it because you learn so much and then you can apply that to other instruments one of my favourite things is going to the National Concert Hall when there's something like, I don't know, Stravinsky or something like that. You probably know the, mm, you know, yeah. percussion heavy pieces and sitting in the balcony looking down yeah. at everybody and just seeing yeah, what's going on yeah. and seeing all the, um, the running around yeah. between the instruments and stuff that goes on. It's amazing. It's, it can get, it can get absolutely hectic. Yeah. But you're, I'll always say like you, you can just never be bored as a percussionist because you're playing something different yeah. nearly every day. And you might not know what you're playing going into an orchestra. You might get handed a triangle or you might get handed a part that has you know 15 different instruments on it and you're running around the place so you don't you might know a few days in advance but you don't usually know (laughs) you know weeks in advance so you've got to be on your toes the whole time and so you don't have a chance to be bored which is brilliant (laughs) it's a good complaint obviously so you're in a number of different groups as well can you tell us something about those yeah I I you know I'll sing and play with whoever will have me um but at the moment I am I direct and sing in in the group Sing and Tonics and um, that started about four years ago. We launched about four years ago and, um, you know, we were slowly but surely making our our way into the performance um, 
field. And then we had some really exciting performances lined up last year and then the pandemic hit us. So we, we got um, a bit stunted, but um, we did a really lovely concert a few years ago that I believe you were also involved in. That's right, <laughs> yeah. With Sounds Ensemble, yeah. And the yeah. Rath Farnham Concert Band, isn't that right? Yeah, Vincent Kennedy wrote a piece yeah. um, called The Le- Legends of Lore. And um, it was kind of a collaboration with the Rath Farnham Concert Band, the Sounds Ensemble, and um, he asked Sing and Tonics to sing along as well. So it's a really, really special event. Vincent's a, an old friend of mine, um, and he's always been an amazing support to us. His daughter's actually in the group, Ashlyn Kennedy. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, yeah Ashlyn Kennedy sang a gorgeous solo that night um, oh, in yeah. the Civic Theatre called You Put the Lights Out, that, that Vincent had written. Um, for, in memory of his friend, I believe. It's a really, really, really beautiful song and it was a great concert. And yeah, we got to we got to sing along with all the, the Raffarnum band and the sounds ensemble and it's really fabulous. Oh, it was a lovely <laughs> concert, wasn't it? So thanks very much, May, for talking to us today. We're going to have some music now from your vocal group, Sing and Tonics. Here they are singing Ode to Tala by local composer Vincent Kennedy.
music generation tutor Maeve O'Hara and her group Sing and Tonics singing In the Mood and ahead of that we had Ode to Tala by Vincent Kennedy. Now let's meet music educator Connor McGowan who also teaches in the hubs and just like Maeve he hasn't actually met his students face to face yet as all his lessons so far have been online. I'm Connor McGowan, I'm keyboardist with music generation and uh, I kind of did a full circle in my life (laughs) where I was music at the start. I did up to like grade eight when I was, what, 16? So I was pretty young when I I, I did my last grade and my piano teacher had my whole world mapped out for me in the music world. And so um, I came from a very musical background. So I kind of left music and unfortunately I got into catering (laughs) and I became... Like I was managing bars and I became a chef and then I became head chefs yeah. and that just took over my life. That was it. And then got married, had kids. So music for me was always there. I just so wanted to get back into it. So what I did was when I was like in my 30s, I decided, no, I want to go back into music. So I went down to the Cork School of Music and I did, uh, I went to do a degree. It was four years and it was, it was uh, you know, really heavy going like really you know a vocation 
and uh, I, I unfortunately didn't get my grant and I ran out of funds and so I did two years out of the four years. So I met the future wife in Cork and we went off to Australia and seven years later came back to Dublin <laughs> yeah. with two kids and still I wanted to get back into the music. So my sister, she's a, she's a singer-songwriter and she has her own choir and she, she had her own gospel band and everything. So we always had this music connection, me and her. So we always did little projects together. Yeah. And then um, a few years ago, I decided to kind of get back into the music, but I said, I'll try music technology and see how that goes. So I did a course in Windmill Lane and uh, I loved it and I got into music production and I started to write and compose my own stuff. So I always had this the back of my mind that I really wanted to finish my qualifications yeah. in, in music. So um, I'm now currently doing a diploma with the London College of Music. So I'm loving that now at the minute. Yeah. And it, it's it's a completely different way of teaching. It really is, you know, you're, it's all the pedagogical kind of um, methods and the ORF methods and the Kadai methods and Suzuki methods. And it's basically combining uh, uh, sound before symbol mm -hmm. with kids. And then how did you get involved in Music Generation South Dublin? Only for the lockdowns. I wouldn't have found, yeah. um, you know, what I'm what I'm doing now with uh, Music Generation. I really wouldn't have found it because it was actually my sister used to bring her kids to the library, Ballyrone Library, yeah. and Music Generation used to do the, uh, the, the little hubs for them. So she put me on. She said, they're looking for a keyboardist. Do you want to oh. apply? So I, I said, yeah, yeah, I'll give it a go. And lo and behold, so I started in October and I'm just loving it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's so music is right back in my life. Because I was out of work catering for so long, yeah. I'm now only doing two, three days a week and I dedicate four days to music. So between my diploma, uh, music generation and my teaching and everything else as well. So I'm thrilled to be back full time. And hopefully I will eventually, when I get my diploma, I will... Say goodbye to the chefing, <laughs> <laughs> gladly, yeah. and get a life back for myself and yes. be because music's my heart and soul, and I just love teaching. And so you play a few different instruments. Um, I was. I have a funny story for you now. I was a drummer. Now I I did up to grade eight when I was like sixteen in piano. Yeah. And then I did a year at the Dublin School of Music as well around Mines. I did that. So I also played in a school band. I was a drummer. And um, funny enough, the bass player was John Carney, who's the director of Once Begin, and he did um, he did uh, uh, Sing Street. Oh yeah. So he basically the movie Sing Street was about our band. Oh really? So you were yeah, that John. So John Carney was the bass player. I was the drummer, and then Eamon Griffin was the um, guitarist, wow. and he was actually in the movie. Yeah. But I was living in in Sydney when they were making it. Oh. And uh, yeah, uh, so uh, he he knew I wasn't in Dublin. Yeah. So um, we kind of hooked up again after the movie went out because he didn't know how how popular the film was going to be, yeah. and uh, it it was just an absolute success. Like so, um, yeah. So drums, um, guitar. I play a bit of guitar as well. So I just yeah, I just kind of have a go. Most, but piano would be my main. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any particular styles of music you prefer teaching over others? Are you open to everything? I kind yeah. I always used to say this to people that I was annoyed with myself because I had such a huge range of music. 
And people say, what? And I said, I'd love to have just concentrated maybe on classical. Right. Or, um, you know, blues or whatever. Yeah. But I do, you know, I love classical. So I could, you know, sit at the piano and play some classical pieces. Yeah. And then the next day I'll be in the mood to try, uh, you know, different songs. So Elton John, Billy Joel, whatever yeah. it may be. So I have a huge range of different stuff that I play. So my music... It goes from pop. I started to study jazz last year, Brilliant. and you know I'm starting. I'm, I'm I want to get my diploma out out of the way. Yeah. Get that. So I've kind of put that on the the back burner, yeah, and yeah. then I'll get back in doing jazz as well because I love jazz, and uh, yeah. So from jazz, blues, classical, and modern songs and all. So it's a bit of everything. That's great. So then, as, as a teacher, <laughs> then you have a lot to offer because you have all these yeah very broad yeah. Uh, Types of yeah, well, with the with the music generation kids, they love the you know because we're performance based. Yeah. They love the songs. They love what's in the charts. Yeah. Now sometimes you get one young fella said to me, "I want to learn." Um, oh, it was some rap song or something. I said, "Now is there piano in yeah. this?" <laughs> I get that. Uh, well, I'm not sure. Uh, there might be one note they play like six times <laughs> in in the chorus. Yeah. I got back from next week and I said. I don't think we can really do that. Well, it's not really a piano yeah. song. It's more of a... But you know what I mean? Yeah. It's well, it's the interest. It's yeah. trying to get them into the music. So, you know, I found alternatives and I used the same artist. And I said, well, we tried this song. And he goes, oh, yeah, I actually love that song. Okay, I can actually make up a riff for that or I can make up... We'll get the chords together for that. Yeah. Even though it might be consistent of two chords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... um. It's great, yeah, because they love, like, you know, I'm doing um, Bohemian Rhapsody with them yeah. uh, this week. And last week we started it. And it's funny, I played, I before we started, I said, right, lads and ladies, we're doing a new song. And I want you, to, I'm going to play it in the piano first. So I did it. So I did the, the middle section because, they, you know, I thought everyone knows that. Yeah. And it's the part that everyone wants to learn on the piano. And the eyes lit up. Oh. I've heard that song before. Yeah. Ah, my dad's always playing that song. I said, come on. <laughs> now, does anyone know what the name of it is or who sings it? And they were, oh, uh, uh. And then I says, right, okay. Right, the singer, he's not the king. And they're, ah, uh, it was a prince. <laughs> <Good guess. laughs> no. And then one girl, yeah, it was a good guess. One, one girl says, oh, it's, it's queen. Yeah. Right. So we're learning that. They love it. Yeah. I've done Billy Joel songs, uh, The Piano Man with them, you know, so they love and they recognise their music that they're listening to their parents play that we all grew up um, kind of Elton John, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, So that's what gave them the interest and they love learning all that stuff and it's fantastic. Like we did, I did a video with them last year, we put it together, I did Amazing Grace. Oh, I saw that. Which, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. They loved that. That was great. Great Facebook doing that. Page, I think it was. Yeah. They were easy chords to teach them, and then I was able to go from there to to do like um, let it be. Yeah. You know, in the, around the same chord progression, and so it's fantastic. It really is. Uh, can you tell us about a typical lesson in the hubs? The hubs. Now, as I say, I haven't actually physically met my students That's yet. Right. Yeah. Which is yeah. crazy. Like yeah. So. I know them all so well because they tell me little stories before we start. Oh, yeah. So teaching them and them learning online through the hubs, it's it's great because it's there's a lot of camaraderie involved. Yeah. Because 
What I do is I have a three hour session on a Thursday. I'll just give you an example of a Thursday. So I open up the session for three hours. I don't go half an hour by, half an hour by, next one in the, yeah. And they all hang on. Some of them hang on for the full three hours. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just fantastic. So uh, what it is, it's it's like a session. Yeah. And they all get together, they all know each other. Right. There's great camaraderie. They love playing together. So, you know, one will play and I'll put them you know, on the spot, say like, right, you're on stage now, you're going to play this piece for us all. And they're like, oh, <laughs> and they get all excited. Yeah. And the others will all mute and listen. And so that way of teaching for them and for me, it's new. Yeah. You know, it really is. It's a new kind of way of going. And the traditional music way, uh, way of teaching to what we're doing with the hopes is completely different. And I think it's more productive mm and they learn more they're learning quicker it's better for me mm. because i can kind of engage with them all at, at the one time yeah be it you have two students together or be it you have four students together and you can bounce ideas off each student yeah. and they get ideas off the other students so it is it really is a great way of going now having said that when all of this is over and we're back into teaching face to face, it will be really interesting, but it'll be, I'm really looking forward to it now, I have to say. Yeah, it'll be quite different. It'll be amazing like, yeah. to meet some of them face to face as well. After yeah, because I'd be strange. since October teaching them. So, yeah. you know, we haven't actually met yet. And it, it's the only, the, the pros and cons of our teaching hubs or teaching online, if the difference between online and reality, if you want, yeah. is... As I say, the pros are they don't. And everyone's not traveling around and rushing around, and and maybe the parents don't have time to bring the the, the, the kids to their lessons, yeah. or you can do it all from your own home. Mom or dad can get the computer hooked up for them, go in, finish the dinner. That's right. Um, there's no pressure, yeah. and they get a bit of peace and quiet yeah. for an hour as well. <laughs> and uh, that's the pros is the camaraderie, the the communal teaching. Unfortunately, technology doesn't allow us really with, with the, the internet difference and speeds and stuff with yeah. everyone else's internet. It's something that hopefully one of these amazing tech companies can come up with yeah. <laughs> a, yeah. new, a new system. Yeah. But uh, uh, there, there are certain, certain settings and all that um, you can put your computer to and having the right sound, having the right microphones and stuff, but mm. not all the students can get the same gear and set it up, yeah. but the teachers can, which makes it easier for the teacher to kind of be able to engage and listen. Yeah. But sometimes, you know yourself, the sound drops in and out with their end. Yeah. So that's, that's, the, that's the cons of, of teaching online, you know. So yeah, there's pros and cons, I suppose. Yeah. So we're going to finish off with a piece of music from Connor, would you like to introduce it to us and tell us a little bit about his background? Yeah, uh, Paula, this is a song I wrote during lockdown, the first lockdown in March, and it's called Thank You. And it's just a, basically a song to say thanks to all the frontliners who've been putting their lives on the line, basically, to, to try and get us through this. So it's, it's, a, kind of a, it's a striking song. Thanks Connor for joining us today and this is your song called Thank You, dedicated to the frontline workers. We wake up to another day But nothing seems to be the same The world's changed and we the blame It's crazy We want to see the 
words we learn To be with them, to hold them tight To keep them safe, we know it's right It's just crazy And you, you risked everything You risked your life To help the young and old to save their lives Many thanks to Conor McGowan. That was his song, Thank You, a tribute to the frontline workers. And that brings us to the end of the first Generation Music podcast. Thanks to our two guests, Maeve O'Hara and Conor McGowan for the music and for joining us today. This podcast was produced by Music Generation South Dublin, supported by Contact Studio. And that's it from me, Paula McCarthy. Thank you for listening and join us in the next Generation Music podcast. Music